This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. We were off yesterday as the LSU baseball Tigers take care of business. They layeth the smacketh down on the candieth ass of ULM. Hey, but Alabama, LSU did something last night that Alabama couldn't do in 2007. <laughs> and that's take down the ULM. Well, I know. I'm just trying to make a joke. Just trying to make a joke. Ha, 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 ha. Alabama fans, don't kill me. Even though I know that you want to. Uh, spring practice day three, we'll tell you some things that we're hearing around practice, some film that we've gotten our hands upon. Who's looking good out there? We'll talk about that. Hashtag Rafino's rats NCAA. Please stand up. As it would look that legislation could be passed for investigations along with the, or really in the NCAA, um, could be passed in Congress. Um, to make investigations on college athletics and college programs shorter than four years. We'll talk about those ramifications. We'll talk about what could happen um, with the NCAA if this passes. Does it help LSU? We'll get into all that. I'll give you the perspective of LSU as well uh, and what I'm hearing around there. Mike Jones, who joins us at 730. You're not going to want to miss this one. Believe you me. You're not going to want to miss this one. As the Honey Badger has been on campus, from a player's perspective, 
What does it meant for a guy like Mike Jones? You're not going to want to miss that, believe me. Uh, hashtag Ask Blake. Since we missed Tuesday's show last night, we will put hashtag Ask Blake in here tonight. Uh, so you have any questions, fire, in, fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat. Let Zach, our producer, who made the replacements banner. I'm already getting some heat from it, by the way, Zach. Uh, but it's okay. Tell me you don't watch the show without telling me you don't watch the show. But Zach will uh, remain with us. Uh, he's going to be here with us. Uh, we'll we'll talk to him here at the end. So prayers up to everybody who's going through the bad storm uh, today. Uh, it got bad here for a second. I texted Zach at 6.15. Our lights went out up in this piece. Uh, and then they came right back on. So really, really good that we're able to uh, 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 be here. Uh, but pray for Zach. Make sure that um, he's okay. Uh, he's up there in the Memphis area. So hopefully that they stay uh, stay safe up there as well. All right. Let's get to a couple of these comments before we get started. Brad Wentz says, are you sure Mike Jones is coming, Blake? He says he's coming. Last week, it was all my fault. All my fault. I'm a horrible communicator. So, nevertheless, it was my fault. Uh, Aunt Marshall says, hide your honey buns, hide your vanilla wafers, because they throw in cheese on everything. <laughs> Man, if y'all miss those Twitter spaces, I don't know what to tell you. They're lit. Uh, hide your grape jelly and hide your grits. I have never heard of so many uh, uh, food combinations than what goes on in Twitter spaces. Absolutely unreal. Hoop, you know... Every time Chris, one of the listeners, says uh, cheese, only uh, the only thing that I can think about is uh, the longest yard, cheeseburger Eddie. Throw some cheese on it. That's some good news with some cheese on it. Just bought a Cadillac. Throw some D's on that bit. Just bought a Big Mac. Throw some cheese on that bit. All right. <laughs> uh, Blaine Smith has a ha hashtag ask Blake already. We'll get to those throughout the show. I promise you, we'll get to those throughout the show. Uh, Donald Kelly says, hashtag ask Blake, the Twitter spaces are lit for real. Well, Donald, Mr. Kelly, you got to come up in there and speak. Just bought a Cadillac, throw some cheese on that, but Chris will throw cheese on anything. All right. <laughs> Good shout out to our boy, Chris. All right, let's do this. Let's pay some bills, and then we'll get started. I'll tell you what I'm hearing around spring practice day three. Maybe a defensive back that you weren't thinking is making some waves. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about all things spring practice day three. Uh, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to your Facebook groups. Share to your social media pages. There's so many of you that are listening and watching us on Facebook every single night, whether you're live or you're watching after the show. Do us a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the share. Share to all your social media groups. We greatly, greatly appreciate that. If you're listening to us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell as we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We're trying to get to 5,000 uh, as well, trying to get to 200 reviews on Apple Podcast. If you missed it, if you missed it Monday, and if you've missed it on social media, we are giving away 500 smackaroos, five hundos, five zero zero. This is how you win $500. You got to be like, you have to like our Facebook page. Are you serious sports network? You have to be subscribed on YouTube and you have to go over to Apple podcast and uh, rate subscribe and review. The review tells us that you've done that. So leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Guys, $500. Half a grand up in this piece. And then later on, we have another special giveaway too. It's we'll be talking about our good friends over at Gramco that is going to be giving a special giveaway if you follow them on social media as well. I uh, had some yesterday. It was fantastic. So, all right, let's pay some bills around this piece. None better than our good friends over at GM Varndon Sons. Bet online. AG. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales, 
No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you, and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino sit you on by. It's that time of year again as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all of your updated odds, info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit, just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Again, that's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. Speaking of a lot of cheese, Justin Broussard, out of the break, says $500 is a lot of cheese. 500 is a lot of cheese. We're trying. So let me tell you my goal very quickly for this. I want to get to 10,000 uh, followers on Facebook, 200 reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts. Hiya! Y'all see that mosquito right there, boy? Like, that's what you call it. I, guys, I'm a ninja. If you're listening to us on the audio podcast, of, this mosquito just flew by. And I just killed that thing with one ninja swipe. Um, and I want 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. 500 smackaroos. That get us there. Get us there. Okay. <laughs> and Marshall says American cheese is fake cheese. <sighs> Boy, a Twitter space can take over an entire show, right? Can take over an entire show. Um, let's get to a couple comments and then we'll talk about spring practice day three. Um, let's see here. I saw one. Somebody asked about the D, uh, the defensive line too. Zach, find us one about the defensive line. Somebody asked that um, just a minute ago inside the chat after Blaine's. But Blaine Smith says, hashtag ask Blake, which freshman has impressed the coaching staff so far? I, I mean, look, don't sleep on Walker Howard. Don't sleep on what he can do. I, I really do believe that Walker Howard... Uh, no, no, buddy. Go see mama. Go see your mother. Now. Ben's trying to, Ben's being very bad. Y'all saw I muted my mic. Ben, please go see your mom, dude. But anyway, uh, freshman that uh, on this uh, that's impressing this coaching staff so far, I, I just wouldn't sleep on Walker Howard. I mean, guys, he's a really good quarterback, very, very, very good quarterback. So you got you got to give him. Uh, I mean, the benefit of the doubt. I, I mean, Brian Kelly even talked so as much the other day in his press conference. Um, so I'm going to give that to Walker Howard. Uh, Mark Spell says, "How's the D line rotation looking? Looking pretty good." I, I, from what I, I, and we can get into the spring practice stuff and what we're seeing, um, but Ali Gay getting his first team reps of the uh, of the spring, they're rotating that defensive line in and out really well, really, really, really well. Hold on. little dude just wants to be on the show so bad but we got to keep him out during the week he's only got a one day a week uh, appearance on all of this um the golden boot pod says ben here uncle mike was coming on and he snuck into the studio that's it you notice that's when he the only times he does it right when mike jones comes on i mean dude, <laughs> mike's his favorite player bro um it, let me finish with his defensive line very quickly uh, Ali Gay being on the edge, I think, is very big. Rotate The way that this defense is rotating, rotating the guys in, in and out, I know a lot of people are talking about them already going into a 3-4, which we probably already suspected. 
but they are rotating in on the second team in different packages of four down defensive line. Guys, they're going to be very multiple. Uh, Xavier Carter is a guy that I'm going to keep my eye on very closely. He had some not in the stat sheet. He did not impact the stat sheet very much, but he got to the quarterback a lot. Can they work on with him on a third down type of situation? Can he get a little bit bigger? You know, can he play on third and five when it could be a runner or pass? Um, so we'll see. Uh, getting into this, we'll stay on the defensive line, our defensive side of the ball very quickly. I, 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 I got to give a shout out to Matthew Langua. Uh, I know I talked about this in the Twitter spaces yesterday, but I'm just going to bring it full circle, full circle here. I am been, I have been told that Matthew Langua has had a really damn good camp so far. Now you're in there de- three days. Three days isn't necessarily um, a lot to look into. Some of the guys that were starters last year are going to have to work their way up to being a starter this year. We're going to find out a lot more Saturday as the media is going to have, I think, 18 periods that they can be at. Um, So with that being said, uh, or the full practice, they just can't film after period 18. So with all that being said, we'll find out a lot more Saturday. I don't I don't expect LSU to do a lot. I mean, they're going to do a lot, but not do a lot with the media out there. But it's go, we're going to get a lot more of a feel and understanding of what they're doing, how they look. Um, and so I, I got to give a shout-out to Matthew Langua, who's already uh, showing some people some things he could do. Don't forget to hit that like button and share. Do us a favor that right there and hit that like and share. Um Linebacker, I mean, we're going to bring on Mike Jones. I'm sure everybody's seen. We'll talk to him individually about uh, the impact that he's making, the impact the defense is making. I want to ask him about what the impact in Matt House and with a guy like Tyron Matthew coming down and talking to the defense, talking to the team, um, how it's going to impact him. Uh, I I would say corner, uh, Jordan Tolls was interesting. Mike Scarborough talked about yesterday on his his video uh, one thing that he saw – was Jordan Tolles moving from safety to corner. That's that's very interesting to me. Makai um, Garner and, and Bernard Converse. Uh, another guy that just seems to continue to be around the ball is Joe Fouché and Greg Brooks. Um, it's interesting, too, because Tyron even tweeted out, Joe Fouché, Greg Brooks, they're the next guys coming. <laughs> me, means to tell me that there's some serious stuff going on with Greg Brooks and Joe Fouché, how they're, you know, I could bore a lot of you with the X's and O's on how they're doing things and how they're already setting up. Let's get a little bit further into camp before we find out the schematic things of it. Uh, One thing that we have not talked about, and everybody knows a lot last season, I talked about the offensive line. Um, I want to see more, you know, Thursday, we're not going to have availability uh, to the team. Saturday we will though. I'm really interested to see what this offensive line starts looking like when they start getting in one-on-one drills. I, I think you're going to have a lot of shifting going on. Will Campbell looks good, man. Will Will Campbell looks good. You also have another freshman offensive lineman that's coming in here, and Embry Jones, who I think could get some snaps and work his way into getting some snaps. However, if he has a very big camp, um, a very very big camp, then and a very big fall camp, we'll see. Um, we did just get some breaking news, Zachy. I'm not sure if you saw it. All right, so per Peter King, we'll get back to LSU. Per Peter King breaking, Bruce Arians is retiring from coaching, moving to the Buccaneers front office reports, tell Peter King. So that's very interesting for their uh, Saints fans. The head coach, Tom Brady's, head coach is stepping away and retiring. So um, we'll keep monitoring on that. Maybe at the end, we will uh, uh, talk on that and talk some Saints and some uh, some some uh, NFC South. We'll talk some NFC South. Uh, and Marshall says, Tyron also tweeted about Jay Ward. He did also talk about Jay Ward. Going to be interesting to see if Jay's able to work himself back in there. Uh, right now, he is not. I, look, I, I'm still a very big fan of Jay Ward. Um, very, very, very big fan of Jay Ward. I, I really like Jay a lot. I think Jay can do some things in coverage-wise. He's got to get better tackling. 
One thing I do like from a um, it, it it seems as if majority of spring practice, even more than when we saw with Orgeron, there's more number one attention to detail, and this is something I'm going to ask Mike about what you know about practice. Um, it seems as if we're seeing them work on fundamentals a lot more, especially tackling. Like, guys, they're doing so many fundamental drills, it's insane. Um, I know that that's how spring should be going, and that's how spring always should be going. But I think it's just very interesting to me to see how much attention to detail and uh, just how much they're working on the fundamentals is very interesting to me. Uh, last one on the defense, and then we'll move over to some offense. But Ant also says, hashtag ask Blake, could we see Jay Ward, Joe Fouché, Greg Brooks all on the field together? I think that you can. Now, depending on how that works, I don't know how they're going to work it, but I think that you do. Right now, what we know is you're going to see Joe Fouché, a lot of Joe Fouché. You're going to see a lot of Greg Brooks. If it continues to go the way that it's going, you're going to see a lot of them. A lot of them. Um, I like what they've added. Look, 13, Fouché, guys, he's a he's a, he's a ball hog, dude. Greg Brooks having a couple of picks. Greg Brooks is all around the ball. So, it, it, talking about DBs and talking about getting better, well, if anything is um, – but and I want to be careful, too, because um, the defense is always going to be in front of the offense, always. And let's see what happens when this offense starts getting a little bit more rhythm uh, moving forward. Moving forward. Uh, Allen just says, did Pig Cage transfer? He did. I don't understand why it's um, – a big of a deal, as some people are saying. Let me just say this. to I, I saw this on Twitter today, too. For everybody saying that Pig Cage was our best defensive player last year, please stop. It's not just fans. Some media even kind of hinted that he would, you know, stop. Stop. Come on, man. B.J. Ojolari would love a word. <laughs> Jaqueline Roy would love a word. Neil Farrell. Would love a word. Um, Damone Clark would like a word. Stop that. Stop that. Best of best of luck to Pig Cage. Wish him nothing but the best. But guys, come on. Come on. We need to stop that. Moving over to the offensive side of the ball, Mike Jones Jr. will be joining us in about eight minutes. Um, moving to the offensive side of the ball, something that was very interesting to me, and I, I made some phone calls about this. We were not at practice. I was not at practice yesterday. Um, one thing that was very interesting to me is I, I went and watched multiple people who were there and the, the video footage. I, I do wonder what Brian Kelly was telling some of the quarterbacks. Um, what, you know, calling one media member today who was very close to shooting when Miles Brennan and Brian Kelly were having a very spirited conversation, uh, I asked him if he could hear a little bit more in detail what Brian Kelly was yelling at Miles Brennan. It did not look very pleasant. Um, so we'll see. Now, one thing that we know about Brian Kelly, and this isn't about Miles Brennan, Brian Kelly's a very, very tough on his quarterbacks. If you turn the football over, he you're going to get pulled. He That's one thing he does not play around with. So, watching the quarterbacks yesterday, um, watching some things that were throwing, Jane Daniels has got a very quick release. So does Walker Howard. Guys, I, I don't know it, how long any of these quarterbacks in this room is going to be able to keep Walker Howard off the field. Now, you want to see him progress. You want to see him get his reads down, learn, you know, even take a red shirt for crying out loud. Um, but next season, good luck to Garrett Nussmeyer. <laughs> good good luck to Jane Daniels if he stays. Um, I just don't know, guys, if I could see. Uh, guys, he looks very, very sharp out there, very crisp. And you saw Brian Kelly. If you noticed a lot yesterday with Brian Kelly, he's talking to the other quarterbacks, but he's really, really helping and working with Walker Howard. He's helping him set his feet. It's like, you know, one of them, you heard him talk about, look, man, you your feet are fine, just make this little slow adjustment instead of hitting him in the head. 
Let's hit him in the chest. More good things happen when you hit someone right here versus you hitting them in the you know up top. A lot of bad things can happen when the ball starts getting closer to someone's head. No pause. So interested to see what he was hearing there. Um, we were talking about the offensive line. I, I gotta I, I got to see um, some one on ones, guys. I, I don't want to see the one on ones when they're when they're not in pads. The running game stuff. If we're and a lot of people are making a lot out of Will Campbell. He looks like a beast. He looks big out there. He looks very physical. He is all of those things. Um, what what's going to happen when he's got pads on? What happens when they're in full pads? What happens when they're in the run game and they're going to get you know a, a run scheme? What are they doing on board drills? I want to see all that before I make it a determination. Can he work his way up? To a starter, very, very likely. I like that they have him at left tackle. He is not a right tackle. He is a prototypical left tackle. Can he beat out Cam Wire? Now, one thing that we know is that Cam Wire, Cam Wire does have a, 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 a history of injury, which would make you want to believe that Walker that not only does Walker Howard need to be ready when if he if you have quarterbacks transfer. Look, we've seen Miles Brennan injured, but Will Campbell is going to have to get himself ready because we've seen that injury history there. I don't think that they're going to move anybody else to left tackle. I don't know what to make of the Tyler Steen recruitment right now. So in reference to tackle, he might be your number two really on both sides. Marcus Dumerville has looked okay. Marlon Martinez has looked okay. Garrett, oh, by the way, um, somebody forgot to tell Garrett Dellinger that it's okay to rehab his shoulder. Um, Garrett Dellinger's out there, and he's taking a lot of mental reps. Now, they're letting him walk through some things, and he wants to be out there, and I like that from Garrett, if I'm being honest. A guy that went through his shoulder surgery probably should be sitting out the spring. Um, he, he, he is here and fighting for a starting position. Kudos to him. Confirmed now, and I think it's been confirmed, and we've hinted at this for a while, Garrett Dellinger is going to be moving over to center. And I think that they're going to try everything that they can and what they can do uh, to get him there. All right, let's fire in some of these questions. Uh, God, I love having a producer, Bull. Doing all the little things I just can't get to. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Blaine Smith says, how is Noah Kane? Look, he is not there. Uh, the Golden Boot Pot says, sheesh, what we sheeshing about? What we sheeshing about? Dale on YouTube says, Greg Books and Joe Fouché should have been Tigers after high school. I can't disagree with that the way that they've looked. And they Look, here's, here's my opinion on all this and my opinion on um, Greg Fouché uh, or Joe Fouché and Greg Brooks. If a player inside the state of Louisiana – um, is good enough to go and play for another team in the SEC. Why is he not on your team? Think think about that for a second. Guys, it could be Vanderbilt. It could be Vanderbilt, but if a guy is caliber enough to play in the SEC, he needs to be on your team. And before you say, well, oh, Blake, what about Vanderbilt? They're Rudy Pooh. Blake Vanderbilt is Rudy Pooh. Two words. Jack Besh. You remember, you almost lost Jack Besh to Vanderbilt from the great city of Nashville. If if there's a guy inside the state during recruiting that's going to go to another SEC team, come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, Blaine Smith says, hashtag ask Blake, which freshman impressed the most? I think we talked about that one, Zach. Um, I, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay uh, I'm gonna stay with Walker Howard. Get uh, let's get to this uh, Charlie Viator one. Uh, it says hashtag Ask Blake. Do you think we have a shot at the Devlinger brother? Seems as if there's a little bit of a slight lean to Michigan State at the current moment. Um, I think that you have you always gonna have a shot. Now does 
Does he want to come and play with his brother? I think that that would be a big deal for him. I mean, I would hope that that would be a very big deal for him. I would like for him to come and play here. He is a true interior offensive lineman. Um, I do like. I would like that. Now, whether the way he's leaning, I don't know. Um, but the kid from the kid from Neville today, Zach. What's his Zach? I'm going to bring you in here for just a second, or if you know, give me a thumbs up. Did you see the kid from uh, 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 Neville today got an offer? Uh, let me um, let me find who that is. I know Ant will know. Um, why is his name slipping my mind? Uh, Lance uh, Lance Hurd got the uh, got the uh, offer today. That was big. It's very big. Kid was uh, the other tackle. Uh, um, yeah, Ant says. Uh, heard so I, I mean look that's a big one I mean you got you had Will Campbell on one side and him on the other a couple of guys from St. Aug um that I think that they had to offer so we'll see uh last one and then we're gonna get to Mike Jones who uh, but Brian says tied in Baylor Cup entered the transfer portal Kelly needs to go h- get him to improve that position um any pass catcher with the last name Cup whether it be Baylor or whether it be Cooper. Uh, I don't care if you spell the last name with a C or a K. Um, Anybody with the last name Cup that can catch passes, I think you should take a good look at. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. Okay. I mean, Eli Apple, stand up. Bro, do y'all realize how bad? And everybody says that Zach looks like old boy from the Sandlot. Hold on, let hold on, Zach. We gotta pull you up here. I uh, mean, oh since gosh. you since you look like Smalls from the Sandlot, yes or no? <laughs> the hat is not helping either. The, the hat does not help. You're right. And then we're getting to Mike <laughs> Jones. Um, let me just ask you this: Did or did not Eli Apple get roasted like a Sandlot marshmallow? Buy Cooper Cup in the Super Bowl, yes or no? I, I can't disagree. I, I definitely cannot disagree. It, it was it was pretty bad. Okay, pretty bad. The only, I think the only highlight of Eli Apple in the playoffs was stopping right there uh, at the at the uh, end zone, one right before half. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's All right. It. So from our Sandlot official, uh, it is official. Anyway. All right. Let's pay some bills. Mike Jones. Who? Joining us in, oh, shit now. All right, let's go. Zach, hit the Drake Williams Law Firm. Mike Jones on the other side. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino with AYS. Sent you on by. The man, the myth, the legend himself. Who? Who? <laughs> Joining us, my man, the man with the plan. What's happening, brother? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Just chilling. I hear you. Mike Jones is our guest. Uh, Mike. I, I, I don't let me ask you this before we get started. I don't know if you heard uh right before you came on. Did Eli Apple get roasted like a marshmallow by Cooper Cup in the Super Bowl? Yes or no? Like a marshmallow? I don't know if I'd go that deep. Okay. Okay. There was just some reps that he lost. He lost he lost some reps. Some important snaps. You lost some very important <laughs> Some very important snaps, <laughs> particularly in the end zone multiple times. But, hey, yeah. nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless uh, Mike Jones uh, Jr. joining us. Look, man, I got to ask you this because in 2011, 
Uh, I was playing at Southeastern, and there was a Heisman finalist from LSU named Tyron Matthew. Now, today and this week, Tyron Matthew has been on campus. He's been around you guys. Let, number one is a two-part question, but number one, were you able to meet Tyron this week? And number two, with the connection with Matt House, what has he implemented and talked to you guys about, if any, about Matt House implemented things at Kansas City and how you guys are implementing things now? Uh, yeah, so um, a couple of days ago, I got to meet him. I was actually going up to meet with Coach House. And I'm walking by. I'm like, hold on. That's that's the honey bag right there. <laughs> so I had to stop there. I had to stop and at least introduce myself. Right. Uh, yeah, but he was cool. He was like, he like introduced us. He's like, hey, I'm talking about I'm like, I didn't say this. But I'm like, dude, you could have said you're seven. And I would have known you. <laughs> you didn't even have to say your name. We know who you are. You're, you're, we know who you are. <laughs> yeah, your photo's all around here. We have no idea who you are, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so he actually spoke with the team today. And one thing that, you know, I really, like, locked in on when he was speaking was, uh, like, throughout his time in Kansas City, he talked about how Coach House would do <clears> – he would give, like, their breakdown of teams. I think he said it was first and second down. And so Tyron Matthew was talking about how he had, like, I think it was, like, 10, 11, 12, 13 picks. And the majority of them came on first and second down. Mm-hmm. And he said all that came from, you know, sitting up front in those meetings with Coach House breaking down – you know, the team they're going to face and um, just hearing that, like, it just, it just made me even like more like in tune to like, let me get every bit of information I can get, right. you know, out of this coach, you know, because the best of the best are getting it even to like a, a more in-depth amount, you know, first and second down a, a huge parts of the game, but you still got third. Everybody thinks third is third is money down, money down. Know? Right. You know, but if, if they're taking that information, you know, that, that serious, that important, man, I, I can't miss any active. I got to try to get everything I can from this dude, you know, while I can. So, Mike, when he says something like that, how much of an impact – and, look, we could talk about team because – and I don't want you to speak for other people on the team, but for you, like, when you hear that, and then you – not only did Tyron have that many interceptions, but the linebacking core had a lot of interceptions. Bolton, Willie Gay – other guys in yeah. Kansas City. So now do you dive in? And I, I, I'm not saying you weren't already. I know that you were. Mm-hmm. But do you dive in more to the scheming of Matt House on first and second down like you alluded to and not don't give Alabama the secrets, <laughs> but what are maybe some some small subtleties that you're learning from Matt House in this transition from maybe what Tyron told you in the beginning uh, of this week? Any small subtleties that you, maybe like new language or new ways to cover or anything like that? Um, I would say, like, what's the biggest thing for myself, you know, when it comes to, I would guess, say, playing more against, like, a pass, just against the pass, is, you know, wasted movement. Like, I didn't realize how much movement I waste, you know, throughout a snap, and it could be the difference in between, you know, making a tackle as soon as the guy catches the ball, or an interception, or a pass breakup, you know, and, and Coach House, he's, he's literally, he's so focused on all the details, and so now, now that's something that my mind has thought about, you know, which, which way am I stepping? How am I breaking? When I break, am I breaking flat? When I'm breaking down at an angle so I can go pick off the ball? Um, yeah, man, he, he, he's super, super in tune to all the small details. And, you know, like for myself, especially hearing that today, too, I'm like, yo, I can, I can definitely take, take it to another level, you know, just in the way that I, you know, go the whole, every aspect of the down, from pre-snap to post-snap. You know, there's always another level I can go to, and today, I, like, my eyes are open. Like, like, everybody does this, even, the, like, the best of the best. They go, they get this deep into it? Like, like crazy, but, you know, that, that's really how it is. So, we saw the Tyron Matthew speech to you guys today. I mean, obviously, it was posted all over social media. Um, him saying that the impact that he has on the guy next to him, uh, obviously, is a team captain of that defense. Now, you're coming in, you know, a leader on this defense – do you take how much do you take of that? Meaning, like, look, he was Matt. I mean, look, Sp- Speaks called the plays, but it's seeming like from Tyron that Matt House might have called some of the plays. So, with that being said, like, are are there specific things that you like Tyron said today that you could pick up from Matt House in today's meeting when he talks about like, hey, our defense is predicated on the next guy over, making sure everybody knows their assignments. Yeah. Um. Absolutely, and everything he said, 
it kind of embodies all the things Coach House has been talking to us, you know, about since when he got here. But specifically, one thing that I heard when it came to leadership that stuck in my head is that whenever Tyrone Tyron was talking, he was like, whenever he's on the field, he's bringing everybody else up to to the certain level. You Like, you're not going to be on the field with me and everybody's not going to be, you know, playing at this level. Like, I'm going to make sure everybody is doing their job, performing at their the highest level. And and that, like, spoke to me. Like, that spoke to me. Um, Cause that like, that's the mindset I try to go out with, you know, every day I try to, and of course it's, it's not realistic, but I try to have a perfect practice every day, every day, especially like during the spring, every day I'm trying to get more comfortable and just build more confidence. And the only way you can do that is by executing, right. you know, and executing well, you know? And so, you know, I think about like, you know, just the way I go through our practice and the way I go through like throughout team periods. And I'm like, if I'm not helping, you know, not even hoping if I'm not giving the communication I need to give for the next guys, for the D line, for the secondary, you know, if I'm not calling out things I'm seeing, you know, we not, I'm not helping guys get to get to where I'm, I'm, you know, I want to play at where we want to play at, you know? And uh, so, yeah, that spoke to me, you know, and it just made me realize that I can do everything better. You know, that should be my mindset going into to every day, you know, right. Like, let's just set the standard here. And, you know, I know guys are going to reach by themselves. Of course, you know, we're all, very willing to do smart guys but if i can help pull somebody up pull everybody up that's my mindset like you know don't leave nothing to chance i'm gonna give everybody all i can to put us in the best position that we can be you say that and then you know there may or may not have been some footage of mike jones forcing a fumble at practice this week my man I saw you get on John Emery's back and force a fumble like you're the SEC Buckets Award winner. Uh, take us through that because obviously the media was there. We saw it. Um, look, you filled the whole break quickly. Got, uh, uh, Jacoby and Guillory was there, but you're right there with it, forcing the fumble. Um, look, Mike, it looks like this defense is a lot faster, yourself included. Um, you've transitioned to the inside backer, and you look a lot faster in doing a lot of those things. Um, do you feel that way, that you are – a lot faster on the field from last year to this year playing in the inside? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, Right now, man, I just feel like I've been flying around. And, and even with Coach House, hey, there's a whole other level I could take it to. You know, now it's being able to fly around every snap all the time, which, uh, which of course, is my goal. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, and it took five years. But I'm like, I'm kind of settling down. You know, I feel like. You know, at least right now from where I'm at, you know, early spring, I feel like I'm playing the best that I had at this point, you know, within the season, you know. Okay. And, but still, I know there's so much more I can get better at, so much more I can achieve every day, you know, and I'm just, like, my mindset is, like, I'm playing good, but every day I'm trying to build and build and build and build and build, you know. So by the time when it's time to go, well, at least by the time when it's time for spring to be done, you know, I'm approaching in the – the off season, well, not the off season, the summer in the mindset of, you know, I'm getting ready to play my best ball 100%, you know, and uh, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm feeling it right now. Like I'm, I, I can tell I'm getting better each day. You know, like I said, uh, it's, it's fast. It's, I'm playing faster. You know, my communication, I don't have to think as much, you know, like from day one to day three, you know, now I can see something and make the call that I need to make without having to think, Oh, is this that? It's like, Oh, is that, is that side, 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 you know? It's it's just uh, you know it's getting easier, but you know I'm I'm still super hungry for you know the final result. Like I'm I'm I, I'm doing good right now, but I know I can take it up even higher. 11, 11, 11. We'll leave that one for another day. Okay, we'll leave that one for another day. Mike, we'll get to some questions right after this. So Zach, make sure the questions are pretty good are good ones, not like hey. <laughs> Hey, hey, Mike, what about this over here? Not none of those questions. Some good questions. Um, Mike, when you're done with spring, what's the first thing that you eat? You know, look, you got to stay in physical top shape right now. Does Mike Jones order a thin crust pizza from Domino's and devour that thing? Or does Mike Jones stay, you know, do you go get a, a grilled chicken breast with some with some uh, uh, some celery or something? What does Mike Jones eat? the day after camp i can go ahead and tell you uh after this spring game coming up my father's probably gonna be there or probably gonna go to blue store and my, and my okay. dad's a big dude okay and we like to celebrate probably gonna get like 50 wings i, I love it i love it miss anita lock that stuff down right now <laughs> throw some beans on it 
<laughs> that, that I, I love it. Trooper was probably going to happen. Hey, man. Well, I, I was not attending spring, uh, but you best believe somebody said, Blue Store, my big ass is coming. Mike Jones Jr., linebacker at LSU, is joining us. Um, Zach, let's fire in some of these questions. I saw that we had a lot firing in from Mike. Uh, hit us with the first one. It comes from Ann Marshall. Hashtag ask Mike, what player would make you the most starstruck if you met them? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, probably Bobby Wagner or Fred Warner. If I see them, I'd probably ask a thousand questions. So try to follow them around all day. So I, I like that answer. Bro, how do you cut Bobby Wagner? <laughs> I don't know. They gave away the two, the two, the two guys who run it, Bobby Wagner and, and Russell Wilson. I, I I don't get it. I I I don't get it. Uh, Fred Warner too. I mean, look what happens. If, you know, because San Francisco is apparently in this mix for Bobby Wagner. What happens if Fred Warner and Bobby Wagner are playing next to each other on the inside? That. Hell no, it's not fair. <laughs> Super Bowl, here we come. I, I mean, good Lord. Um, Zach, firing the next question for us, uh, if you got one. It's from Brandon Reese. Hashtag ask Mike, what has been your favorite po' boy to eat since being in Louisiana? Mm, I'm going to disappoint some people with this. Uh-oh. But I'm not 100% sure what a po' boy is. <laughs> it's, it's two sure. pieces of fr- <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's how you know that I've been a bad friend when my, my man hadn't eaten a po' boy. Um, it's two pr- two pieces of French bread. It's got like fried fish, fried shrimp, uh, fully dressed in it. Uh, you know what? We might need to get a po' boy instead of the blue store. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Branch All out right. a little bit. Yeah, we'll branch out a little bit. There's nothing <laughs> more, um, Mike. There's nothing more better from a Louisiana perspective than a roast beef po' boy. I mean, you're, you're, you know, like I love my mother, but there's some things that she deprived me of as a kid and she needs to suffer the consequences <laughs> of me not ever eating roast beef po' boys. I'm just saying that, right? I mean, <laughs> so we're, we're going to have to do that. Uh, Zach, fire in another. Where do I get one at? Where do I get a, a roast beef, okay. beef po' boy? Fire in. Uh, you know what? You know what? I was going to say let everybody fire in the questions. Um, fire in the questions anyway. I was going to say something, but fire in the questions. Um, Zach, give us that, that one right there. Blaine Smith says, hashtag ask Mike, who sticks out from the offense shining early? Mike, there's been a really good battle. Um, we talked about some of the good stuff um, that you were doing, um, but just any guy that on the offense that's really sticking out to you? Man, we've, we've got a lot of playmakers all over the field. You know, the – the competition battles are crazy because we are we are super talented in literally all aspects of, of the uh, the game, especially on the offensive side. Uh, but for me, <clears throat> just watching the way he plays, I'm not going to lie, he's pretty fun to watch, even though he's like, I got to stop him. John Emery might be one of the more shittier guys I've seen in college football, you know, at least personally. And I, and I didn't see a lot of – I didn't see a lot of good players. But it's just like it's, – it's so hard to be in a good position – against that dude because he can move where he's at it's so easy so naturally it's freakish i'm not gonna lie it's it's freakish so um, so michael do we have a situation like an old uh uh um remember the titans they get one we get one left side strong side type of deal here with you and john emory that's what i'm hearing i mean dude i mean john has and john looks like he's put on some muscle too man i, I mean that, that that speed and that size, man, that that's a different kind of combo. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He, he's going to have a great year this year. All right. Uh, next question. Next question. Next question. We're not asking Mike. <laughs> we're not asking Mike what his favorite cheeses are. This isn't a, a, a cheese wheel. Uh, the Golden Boot Pod <laughs> says, hashtag ask Mike, what music do you listen to to get game ready? Mm. Okay. So this is an interesting question. I have like an order. I have an order I listen to. Okay. And it, it is gonna get crazy. It's gonna get. It's gonna get really different. So, we're on the. I'll, I'll give you through the whole thing. All right, we're about to get on the bus, head to the stadium. At this point, I'm. Of course, I'm ready for the game, but I've got to get motivated. You know. Mm-hmm. And so I'll like listen to some like slower songs. Meek Mill is my favorite artist, and he kind of has okay. some songs where he's like, you know, he's more talking, 
than like rapping. And so like in the car, like <laughs> right. I'm on the bus, I'm just listening to him like, yo, he's he's talking about my life right now. Like I gotta I gotta be great today. He's talking about me. And so <laughs> so I get on the bus. Then we'll like get to Tiger Walk and I'll like put on some like gospel music. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing Grace. Come on, Mike. You can't be listening to the gospel when you're about to go hurt, put put some violence on some people, man. Hey man, this this is I've learned this and about just about myself, man. I, I will burn through energy if I'm ready to go the whole time, you know. I'll get freaking tired. I'll I'll be in tire tire walks yelling, screaming, in the locker room screaming, yelling. I've gotta learn to slow down, you know, just breathe a little bit. So I listen to my God's music. I'm just chilling, you know, just very thankful to be in the moment. Then when warm-ups start, that's when I play my headbanger. And now I get into the mindset of I gotta go attack somebody and win the game. So Mike, <laughs> that's some pretty high level uh self-awareness, right? Like <laughs> no, and I, I'm being serious. That's very high self-awareness. When did you learn that? Was that something that you learned at Clemson, IMG? Where when did you learn that? Well, I learned that I had to calm down at Clemson. Um, it might have been my sophomore year. Our, our de- the old defensive coordinator, Coach B, told me to calm down before the game. And, <laughs> that uh, man told you to calm. That's the person that told you. You to know calm what I'm saying? Down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Me, I was like, you know what? I should calm down. Yeah, if that man's telling you to calm down, Mike. Then you know. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what song that, or what I used to listen to? Uh, I, I'm a big rap guy, big Kid Cudi guy. You know, I, I was big in Kid Cudi. But if I listened to, like, some rock music, it was always like a Linkin Park, I've become so numb, you know? And I'd be – you ever – Mike, let me ask you this, because you know how the locker room reacts when something like this happens. You ever just, like, be bobbing, weaving, like, getting ready, and yeah. everybody – you're, like, you're just in your own zone, but everybody's kind of already looking at you, and they're, like, making fun of you. I'm like, look, dog. If I get four pancakes tonight, it doesn't matter how much you make fun of me. That kind of situation ever happened Man. to you where everybody's like looking at you like, and you're listening to Linkin Park like, oh, I've become so numb. <laughs> Man, I've had, I, I, it's happened so much that I just learned to just literally block everybody else out. Like y'all are going to see, y'all probably going to laugh at me, especially if I'm wired for a game. If I can't get my energy down, then... I'm yelling. I'm in. I'm singing every word of the song, and just and it could be somebody right here in my face. I'm not hearing you. I'm locked in, you know. Right. And so I've learned like you're just gonna look crazy, especially when I'm feeling crazy too, and I'm I'm supercharged for the game. Then yeah, it, it's just gonna look crazy, and I just have to let these people. I just gotta say whatever. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Hey, it's all good, bro. Whatever makes you the best, <laughs> then do it. Um, somebody asked, and I'm not gonna put the specific question up how he asked it. Um, John Emery, does he remind you a little bit of Trevor Atien, a guy that you play with at, at Clemson? Uh, that, that's a, that's a question a from different. Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit different games. Um, Travis, he was more, honestly, I don't even know how to explain this dude. He, he was honestly, he's a, he's very unique. Him. He's a very unique back. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he just could just take on hits and just would just keep running, man. Dude, like, ran with, like, high knees. And so, like, it was – it's hard to take him down. John, I feel like, is more elusive. John is making crazy cuts all the time, you know. And uh, – but both really good back. Both got really good speed. John is really fast, too. Um, but just, I think, a little bit different game. But both really good running backs. All right, Mike, last one. Is this true or not? Ant Marshall says he has to listen to gospel music to ask for forgiveness for what he's about to do on the field. Ant, you have you have jumped in my mind. <laughs> I be I be thinking, God forgive me for the words I'm about to say during this game, for these thoughts of hate I'm about to give for this opponent. <laughs> As the great Mick Mill would say, they're about to hit you with the Rico after what you're about to do on the field. How about that? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Mike Jones Jr. has been our guest. He's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, Mike, I got one last one for you before we get you out of here. Uh, big day Saturday. Uh, a lot more that's going to go on to. we. The question I've asked you every week is how do you get 1% better? It looks like you guys have been working on a lot of fundamentals. 
is it kind of taking a step? Have you kind of taken a step back and look like, hey, we're working on a lot of tackling, a lot of fundamentals. Has that kind of helped your game kind of sharpen a little bit, just getting back to all those fundamentals going into a big day Saturday? Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, Tyron Matthew even spoke on that today, man. He said one thing he did better. Anybody, man, he, he focuses on the fundamentals. No doubt. And that it, it plays such a huge role. Like, like how I was talking about, you know, wasted movements in my pass drops. We work that almost every day, you know, and I've seen myself get better and better and better. And now, you know, you start to build those habits of where I don't have to necessarily think about dropping this way. You know, now it's just become natural. And we are working that stuff every day. Um, Coach House, he be he be working us to death in Indy. He be working us to death. But like every little thing, man, is, is stuff that we apply to the game. And it's literally making me so much better each day. And it's like, I'm not going to lie, like it's, I don't know if I necessarily look forward to Indy. I don't. I don't. But I look forward to how much better I'm going to get, you know, doing it and just the opportunity to really get better. Like, I, I know it's going to suck, like, because we're going to be dead tired. Mm-hmm. But, man, the stuff I'm getting out of it is, you know, it, it's helping my game so much, man. And not only me, man, all the backers, you know, and I know all our other positions I'm working too, man. So we're, we're really grinding out right now and um, focusing on the fundamentals, you know, and it's just, you know, helping us get better each and every day. That's what makes you great, bro. That's what makes you great. Continue to go be great. Go have a good day tomorrow and Saturday. Mike Jones Jr., who? Mike Jones. Who? Has been our <laughs> – go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just laughing at the song. <laughs> hey, man, I told you we're going to lean into it. Bro, when you when you sack somebody this year, they're going to be screaming who, and it's going to be fantastic. Anyway, Mike Jones has been our guest. Brother, it's been fantastic. We'll see you again next week, my friend. Oh, yeah, appreciate it. All right, that's our good friend Mike Jones. Man, I, how you don't love everything about him, I, I, I really uh, I, I really don't know. Stephen Frey says, I can only imagine what it'll be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine, yeah. All right. We should have talked a little bit of baseball. We'll do that uh, right after this break. Uh, need to give a good shout-out to my good friend John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage, gmfsmortgage.com, 225-614-1234. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now or even doing a cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage today. Again, that's 225-614-1234. Tell him your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS. Sent you on by. And I want to, before we get to this break, I got to say this. We got to get over to our friends over at Gramco. My good friend, Carol Falls, over at State Farm. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I. And I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. All right. Uh-oh. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. We got an issue here. There we go. There we go. All right. 
Uh, firing your questions. I was going to do a Rafino's rants, but we're at the hour mark. Um, I want to say this very quickly, and then we'll bring Zach on. Uh, if you missed it, um, yesterday a, a bill was going to be put into Congress, and it looks like you know they're going to try to get it passed. Um, a senator or congresswoman out of Tennessee uh, is filing a motion for the NCAA and investigations to not take longer than eight months. I, I don't know how specifically this is going to impact LSU, but it's about damn time. Guys, in, investigation. So basically what this bill would do is to make sure that NCAA investigations don't last longer than eight months. Uh, there's some other little things that are going along with it and other things in the bill. And a lot of people were asking, well, Blake, if this bill is passed, um, before the NCAA makes a, a determination on LSU, how could that uh, affect basketball? I, I don't know right now. I think it's just way too early to tell. Um, but let's just say this. If that bill gets passed and LSU had to go through four years and the head coach of basketball, head coach of football, president AD is no longer here, you know who the only people that suffer in all of this is? LSU. The, the fans are really the only people that suffer here. Because the university, yeah, they'll suffer from a money perspective, but they're still going to get their $50 million from the SEC and the SEC network. Right? Like, they're still going to make their money. Now, they might not sell out, and that, you know, that's one thing. But I think that this ultimately hurts the fans. Now, I am not lo- I'm not lobbying for LSU to not have any penalty because I do believe... I do believe that you have to um, face some kind of penalty here um, just because of everything Will Wade did. Now, I don't want LSU to say, suffer any scholarship reductions or postseason ban, but if we're calling a spade a spade, we have to say that LSU, if everybody else is going to face penalties, I think LSU should as well. Now, I, wanna, I, I want to, and I'm probably going to have to clip this because I want everybody to understand this. Stop saying that Will Wade was the only person that the NCAA was after and that the NCAA was only going after Will Wade for this reason or that reason or or because Will Wade is an American gangster. Guys, they just hit Memphis. Now, our good friend Memphis Spence came on the show and talked about how uh, Memphis was going to get hit next and then Kansas. But, guys, we've seen multiple teams get hit with, with NOAs already this year and sanctions so it's not a will wade thing y'all it's not a will wade thing will wade got caught red-handed and by the time that we move on the better for all of us all right let's bring zach in here zach is there anything from the show tonight and if you don't know zach is our producer he's been running everything behind the scenes um zach anything from the show tonight that you loved Mike Jones talked about Tyron Matthew and the impact uh, that he's making with his football team. What did you think of Mike Jones and what he had to say? Well, you, you just said it. Uh, the, the Tyron Matthew interview, of course, Tyron Matthew on campus today. Um, he shared with, with the football team, uh, to the football team, and I think you already see uh, the fruits of that labor being produced uh, from what Mike said in his interview. You know, he said, you know, accountability has been the theme of the spring. And he talked about picking another uh, brother up whenever they're down. And so, you know, that was something that Tyre Matthew hit on. How can others be accountable if you're not being accountable yourself? So not only are these players being held accountable for themselves, but they're also being held accountable for others. And I think that's a huge thing uh, for this team as they move forward. Were you surprised he said John Emery was the guy on offense that he is most surprised with so far? I wasn't. I, I wasn't at all. And I know we've seen some things of, you know, uh, him struggling with, with ball security a little bit. Um, and, and I don't know if you saw, but LSU released some footage of, of uh, Mike Denbrock talking to John about that. And, you know, that was very encouraging. And so they're going to continue to lean on him. It seems like he is going to be the feature back coming into the season. Right. And so, no, it doesn't surprise me at all. It doesn't surprise me at all either. Um, I think John's always had the skill set. I think he's always had the talent. Now it's just going and utilizing on the field. All right. That's going to be it from us tonight, guys. 
Let's call it a night, Zachy. When are y'all? When's when's the Tigers have a new podcast going live again? Friday. Friday, Friday night. Uh, and Marshall Friday asks hashtag Friday. ask. Oh, my bad. Uh, and Marshall says hashtag ask Blake. What's your prediction? Which for the series the weekend? I think LSU takes two or three. Zach, we'll end this with you. Uh, do you think LSU could take two or three in this series? Do the same. Okay, awesome. I do. Uh, Auburn is a struggling baseball team, and I think Jay Johnson is going to stick with what he did this past weekend and what he did during the week, uh, midweek game versus ULM. If you do that, I have a lot of confidence in them to take the series and potentially get this week. All right, guys, that's it. That's my name, Blake Rafino. Go like, subscribe, all of it. Review on Apple Podcasts for your chance to win $500. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Let's have a good one. Oh, 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 tomorrow we're going to be going live after the game. It's going to be a late night. It's going to be a very late night. But so we'll we'll go live after the game, Zach, just so everybody knows. All right. See you, Rudy Pooh, soon. Have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.